0: what's going on everybody it is Tristan from Los Hermanos and this is yet another podcast and today we're featuring Alicia from Plumeria Botanical uh, Boutique and that boutique part is a a very important part Uh, she she talks about her story and how she uh, you know started out as a banker and turned into a florist and kind of uh, found this passion that brought her back home so enjoy Plumeria, that's how you say plumeria. Plumeria. Mm-hmm.
1: Botanical. botanical boutique, it's
0: a mm-hmm. mouthful. botanicals or botanicals? Botanical. It's actually botanical boutique. Botanical boutique. Yeah, you
1: can just botanical, say Plumeria. Oh, I'll say it. I'll tell you why. It's not a flower shop. So it is a flower shop, but everybody's name is such and such flower shop. Flower wow. shop. So I'm like, I don't really want people to just say flower shop because it's so much more than that. Right.
0: Hey everybody, how's it going? This is Jackson, and it's Tristan, and we have another episode of Drinking with Los Hermanos. Today we're here with Alicia from Plumeria Botanicals Boutique. Correct. Yeah, it's got that right. <laughs> not just a so flower shop. Yeah. that's right. So we are uh, we're here today to talk to you and uh, about your shop here in Urbandale. Yep. Is it Springfield?
1: Urbandale, yep. So it's Battle Urbandale. Creek.
0: Okay, so, so alright, so what is your origin story, background, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, I think you have a really unique story, so
1: Well thanks, yeah, I think everybody has a story, but i um, born and raised in Battle Creek. Uh, that's where all my family is from. Uh, I went to school up at Central, so it was the fire up chips up at Mount Pleasant. Yeah, and then uh, moved out of state for a couple of years, uh, came back up north to Flint, and I was in banking actually, so 20 years in banking. And uh, my mom works here when when it was Country Bouquet, the previous owner um, had it for many years, and my mom worked here part-time. And one holiday, um, I was transitioning between jobs um, still in the banking industry, but I had gone up about as far as I could, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what that looked like for me, so I was trying something new and wasn't really loving it, and she had just Come off of a very busy holiday and said the owner's, you know, about ready to get out of this and um, I'm really tired and you you should just come home. (laughs) Which, you know, for many years my family was telling me, you need to come home, you need to come home. Um, So I said, you know, That'd be kind of cool like I I don't know I'd work at a flower shop it sounds like something artsy I actually have my degree in art from CMU okay, so okay. yeah so you can't really make a living as a starving artist <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah so I got into banking and it just stuck but anyways at that time um, I said you know I'll sell my house see how things go come back to Battle Creek and you know if it works out it works out um, my house sold in two weeks Oh, So it was really (laughs) quick. So then I'm here and homeless and yeah and I started like interning with the previous owner to see what you know like what the business was like. I did a lot of research so it took about three months to um, figure out a business plan, uh, look at all my competitors, look at the market, um, figure out if it was something I really think that I could do and my mom said I'll help you I'll make all the flowers which is really the artistic talent. And we made it work, jumped into it September of 2015 and we've been running since. So it's been really cool. <laughs> well
0: it's great, so I mean, just, just kind of jumping off that, what is your favorite part about running this shop?
1: I would say the community support, like being back home, it's been amazing. Uh, yeah, I love customers, the customer interaction, um, but it's just been, like it hasn't felt more like home since I've actually moved back and started the business. So I think that's probably been the best part is just the relationships that I was able to build again.
0: So the close second, the shop dog.
1: Oh, my animal.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: she's, she's my baby. <laughs> and my family, you know, being close to my family, obviously, that's a given as well. But um, as far as like the, the, the best part about the business right now is, is that building those relationships and um, just being such a part of the community, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: It's kind of interesting that Battle Creek became more home when you came back yeah. than when you were here at first.
1: That's... Yeah, a lot of my friends always said, we're going to get out of here as fast we can, and then we, we kind of all end up coming back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you kind of touched on it. So, was being a florist your passion, and like, did you think all your life you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Or... Did you um, just stumble in it like you kind of said?
1: Yeah, well, so initially, like, when I was younger, I was really creative, and I thought I would, like, be in some sort of design industry, um, fashion designer. You know, every little girl I think goes through, <laughs> I want to be a fashion designer when I grew up. Um, so I had that for a little while, and then when I really knew what it took to be an artist and to, like, struggle on your own as an artist, um, reality set in, and I thought maybe I just need something stable, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I wouldn't say it, Floristry is my passion but definitely being creative is my passion and I think helping others and I think it's it might be kind of odd to say that this business helps others but it really does you see people in like their worst of times when they're going through a loss and then you see people in their best of times like when they get married or have a baby and that's something like that I get to be a part of so I don't know I think that's where my passion is.
0: (laughs) That makes sense. Um, so you, you said you got into this in what 2015?
1: 2015.
0: Um, so since then, have you seen any like changes in the industry or any new trends that are coming along?
1: Yeah. Um, well, so we always try to keep up on the next flower trend, of course, like the Pantone colors of the year and you know what wedding um, trends are coming and that sort of thing. But um, as far as in the industry itself, I think that more people are swaying towards support supporting local businesses. So um, you know back in the in the early 2000s uh well basically when the internet hit everybody was online ordering flowers Mm twenty hundred flowers ftd you know all those big flower shops that had the most money to advertise online um and i think now um hopefully along with all of the rest of us local florists we're starting to like see that trend swing back where people are now building relationships you know walking in shaking the hands of the florist that makes their flowers and you know keeping it small and local which is nice so hopefully yeah. that's
0: the trend. I've ordered flowers from online, and I feel like I get better flowers at a local place because they don't get shipped. They're not going sure. through the mail, and like so. Yeah,
1: it's, it's not you know multiple people the, along the way that deal with it.
0: Generally so. more expensive.
1: Right. Like so. Yeah, yeah. So we're ho- hoping that along with some education, that that's that's re- really where the pendulum is swinging.
0: So how do you guys come up with your unique? Um, Presentation of flowers. I know I've seen one where the rose is in a bottle upside down underwater. (laughs) Um, The present Yeah, the present box yeah that one's pretty cool Sure. how do you guys come up with
1: those um just a lot of education so um, flower classes that we take um, there's forums that that I'm in Um, my mom like I said my mom gets all the artistic credit because she um, just likes to we say play with flowers so you know she comes up with a cool container she's like hey what can we do with this or you know we get a unique flower that we don't carry very often well what can we do with that that's different and um, yeah really it's just being able to have the free to be artistic yeah it is it's fun
0: um so um let's see so what is your annual event on in May What's that May 2nd
1: oh great yeah so we do have um, quite a few events that we try to participate in Uh, the Memorial Day Flowers is the biggest one uh, for this year that we have planned we did it last year Uh, we paired up with the nonprofit of Memorial Day Flowers organization and Fort Custard National Cemetery. Mm -hmm. And we were able to lay 7,500 roses on the grave sites out there. Um, This year, the whole cemetery anticipates 35,000. And we're gonna try to do the whole thing. So yeah, so it's pretty big, um, but super exciting. We got such positive feedback. I mean, volunteers and donations and a lot of people that just really wanted to be involved Mm -hmm. last year. So we're like, okay, we're going to do this again. And we're going to make it big. And we're going to try to make sure that we can get every family member, every headstone covered out there. So yeah, so that's coming up in May. That's, that's one of our big, big events. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So what kind of led you to want to participate in that?
1: Uh, Well, oddly enough, it it was kind of, we just kind of fell into that too. Um, We deliver out to Fort Custard. Um, In fact, I have uh, a couple of customers on a regular basis. We take flowers out to their loved ones. And um, I was searching, like, what rules and regulations for the National Cemetery Mm -hmm. there might be. Um, And what that led me to research, like, what other cemeteries, you know, had different rules um, and what events, like I need to be aware of certain days there that they might take, not take deliveries and stuff and that's where the Memorial Day Flower Foundation popped up and I was like, hey this is, I know that we have, the Fort Fort has a big Memorial Day event mm-hmm. um, so how, you know, how can we figure out a way to pair those two together and that's what we did.
0: That's great.
1: Yeah, wow. it's it's been really great, yeah.
0: So with the uh, events, I've, I saw that you guys have a, a vast amount of events. Um, did you always like throwing events, or did you kind of um, see that one event working and you kind of kept on going with
1: it? Sure. Uh, well, in my business plan, I wanted um, events to be an integral part of the business, like just welcoming people here for yeah. different things and going out to do different things, um, being able to support other people as well as finding the support that I might need. Um, so yeah, classes, different different communica- community community um, things that we could participate in, but the events kind of. Like took off on their own, like all of a sudden there's just like the the cemetery event that's just bigger than I could have uh-huh. even imagined, yeah. you know, and um different things that have come you know come into our view where we're like, you know I think this is something that we can we can do and that we can actually support others to do as well, so yeah, I mean definitely community is is strong right. <laughs> it's a strong part of our business
0: that's that's what we like to push to as a community you know. People in the community build the communities, not outside sources and not the government. Yeah. It's it's the citizens within the community absolutely. that put together it. Yeah. The, the right. establishment can only do so much. It takes you know, people like you wanting to do things in the community to put this stuff on. So it's great,
1: right? No, absolutely. I mean, you get everybody gets so much more benefit from it, for sure.
0: Yeah. Um, so I guess you know, kind of piggybacking off that, what has been one of the most useful tools in building your uh, business here?
1: Useful tools in building the business. Um, Probably the local, the local businesses that have supported me at the beginning, um, that's been very helpful. And then a lot of different organizations um, throughout Battle Creek that are, you know, that are pro small business and have helped me as well. Um, definitely my family, friends, and customers that have helped along. The way holiday and uh, there will be so many people here and I will guarantee they're like related or they know you know because they're like washing buckets and delivering flowers like this is definitely a family business but um yeah I think that I think um you know what makes us great is when we all come together and that's just it like this this to me when I walk in every day I'm like wow this is because of all the people that have helped me get here along the way
0: Oh, great. it's yeah. a great community so what what is or who has been um, a big influence in your either your personal life or your business um, hmm. okay
1: so there's a lot of great people it's hard uh, personally <clears throat> I would say probably my grandfather he was a farmer and always had like rough and dirty hands but the warmest kindest person yeah. um, he taught me so many values and um, virtues. He me, taught me about work ethics. Um, you know, you work when the sun comes up until the sun goes down and you provide for your family. And um, just a wholesome, really great family man. Um, so personally, I think that he influenced me a lot as far as like my character. Uh, business-wise, I'd probably have to say Brian, my boyfriend Brian. Um, he, I wouldn't be where I am without him. He does so much behind the scenes. And doesn't take any credit for <laughs> it. <laughs> so yeah, he um, allows me to to push through stuff and figure out our own way and supports me. He um, definitely accepts me for <laughs> all that I am. Yeah, when we first met, I told you I was homeless, right? right Cause yeah. I so met, yeah, homeless and jobless. I was like, hey, nice to meet you. I'm like in my forties or maybe almost 40 and I I have no job and no house. And I like flowers. Yeah, and he, and he still wanted to date me. So, hey, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> you
0: always gonna have that person that um, sticks by you, thick and thin. Yeah, he
1: definitely has, yes. Most supportive person. So, per- so business wise, I would, that's who I would name. Right.
0: Well, yeah, so um, we're going to wind down here and there's a couple okay. questions that we always like to end with. We, okay. we ask everybody the same two questions um, and you can answer them in whatever um, way you want to. So first one is what was the biggest setback that you've had, setback or failure that has become actually something positive and propelled you forward?
1: Sure.
0: And um, what is some advice that you have life, life-wise, business-wise, anything for anybody out there who's trying to... Either go out and do a business on their own, or just need some advice because they're in a tough spot. Sure.
1: Okay. Um, so setbacks, I would say probably we haven't really everything is an experience, right? That you can learn from. So I wouldn't say setbacks so much. Some of maybe like the obstacles um, have been uh, the changing the mindset of people that want the to order online as mm-hmm. a convenience, where a lot of smaller shops still have the convenience of ordering on their website. Um, so like kind of changing that mindset that you get better value personal relationship you know all that all that sort of thing when you deal with a with a small local business um, And also I think along with changing mindsets is this location. Um, I had some I had some feedback when I first bought this like you're a single woman in Irvindale at this location you know maybe you, maybe you should think about your safety you should think about you know some things um, and that's totally changed and and that's just it like, not to sound cliche but be the change like you know we we put positive influence out there we put positive change out there we do things to clean up the area and then people are attracted to that and they want to do the same so you know we build a planter outside and our neighbor builds a planter that's just that's just kind of how it works um so challenge because it is it is a rural community how do we get traffic in and build a business um but definitely definitely we've been able to overcome that because we can we can be the positive influence here um so the second thing was Excellent what advice. my advice is yeah, from someone yeah. else um
0: it can be through business or personal too
1: yeah well i think it, a lot applies to both you know so um, my my advice am i in a position to advise people um, <laughs> <laughs> my advice would just be like to be prepared as much as you can think of um you know whatever it is that you want to do think of all of the challenges that you can foresee. Think of all of um, maybe competition or whatever it is that might be out there. Prepare as well as you can. Um, educate yourself and continue to educate yourself, even when you think that you're successful. Continue to educate yourself um, and have the courage to jump. Just do it. If your heart's in it, just go for it. You know, <laughs> that would be my that would be my two cents. That's,
0: that's perfect <laughs> advice. Yeah, and it's a it's a pretty common theme get with with these is the the jump for it just do it if you you have a passion for it go ahead and do it
1: yeah I'm sure as you guys continue to do this you'll see like there there's that common thread between small business owners like you got to put in a sweat equity and you're doing it because you love it you know and then the advice would be to just do it
0: (laughs) I think then I think we had a bonus. We have one Uh-oh. question Uh-oh. that we didn't let we you know about. didn't Uh-oh. put this in your, in your prep. <laughs> Probably right? the most important question Is ever. it about
1: Annabelle?
0: <laughs> it's not. No. It's not about Annabelle. Um, the world is dying to know. Oh no. So are you ready for this?
1: Maybe. Maybe not. It's editable, right?
0: <laughs> not this portion. <laughs> what is your favorite flower?
1: Goodness, that's so funny because people do. They ask me that all the time, and it's really a difficult question to ask a florist right. because there's so many things. Like, do you base it on, um, you know, longevity or scent or you know, colors? Ah, my favorite flower. <laughs> I'd have to say plumeria. I picked it because it smells great. It lasts long. You know, it's it's just you know what a plumeria flower is. I don't. So it's the Hawaiian lei flower. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's what they make the leis out of. So it's like a really waxy, beautiful. Yeah. Very, very fragrant flower. That's yeah.
0: That's awesome. So. So I mean, I, I guess I can piggyback with an extra bonus extra, question. Extra. So, <laughs> based on on that answer, like, so say somebody wants to get their significant other a flower. Um, what 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 are some flowers that like last longest? What are some that smell the best? Sure. And just what would be your general go-to arrangement if you needed yeah. to get someone something? Yeah.
1: Um. So usually I ask some questions first. Like, if she has a favorite flower, if she has a favorite color, um, what the occasion is, because some flowers are more appropriate for other occasions. Um, And then, yeah, like, if if it's important to be, like, this big presentation and make it big, bold, and beautiful, or if you really wanted to sit on your desk for two weeks and last for a long time. Um, So there are are many things that go into making a flower that's appropriate for that person. Um, There isn't really a go-to. I think Farm Fresh, like, you know, the closer I can get them, the better for everybody. Um, so I'll say, you know, our seasonal flowers okay because those are the ones that tend to last
0: the longest. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah.
1: We just yeah. customize it for everybody that comes in.
0: That's a sign of a great florist. Eh? <laughs> well, so, thanks, I know guys. when I came in and got the box, you asked me about five questions, and I was like, ah, uh, this. You're
1: like, I just want just the box. Okay, I just want the <laughs> box of flowers. I
0: saw the box on Facebook. <laughs> right. yeah. what yes. I want.
1: <laughs> and that's easy. Like that's important that people put pictures out there because I I am like that when I pick food at a restaurant I'm like I want this one because it's too much for me to choose. So yeah So just come in and show me the picture and I'll make that too. (laughs)
0: All right. So where can people find you online
1: everywhere? um well they can watch this podcast right? can, yeah yeah so um website plumariami.com. um facebook we've got plumeria underscore bb but you can just look for plumeria um instagram twitter i've got a pinterest like you you try to find me i'm there right,
0: perfect. <laughs> right, well thanks for having All us in right, your shop awesome, uh, yeah. to do this episode yeah. uh it's a great time talking with you thanks. it uh, smells good in here like flowers <laughs> yeah Awesome. You got anything else?
1: That's it. You got anything else? I don't think so. All right. Well, thanks for letting us come on. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Always fun. And
0: that's it for today's episode. Yep. So uh, thanks for stopping by, hanging out with us. And um, if you like what you see, we're going to be dropping these every week. So uh, I think that's it from all of us. So uh, have a good day. And as always, take it easy.